0: 12. Matthew 12.
1: We 12 continue. 22. It's
0: to con- 37. Where are you at? Yeah. It's 22. To
1: 37. 37. does it big read? Yeah, because it's in one contest. So.
0: Okay, great. Uh, Matthew 12. 22 to 37 says uh, Then a demon possessed man who was blind and couldn't speak was brought to Jesus. He healed the man so that he could both speak and see. The crowd was amazed and asked, could it be that Jesus is the son of David the Messiah? But when the Pharisees heard about this miracle, they said, no, no wonder he can cast out demons. He gets his power from Satan, the prince of demons. Jesus knew their thoughts and replied. Any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed. A town or family splintered by food will fall apart. And if Satan is casting out Satan, he is divided and fighting against himself. His own kingdom will not survive. And if I am empowered by Satan, what about your own exorcists? They cast out demons too. So they will condemn you for what? you have said but if i am casting out demons by the spirit of god then the kingdom of god has arrived among you for who is powerful enough to enter the house of a strong man and plunder his goods only someone even stronger someone who could tie him up and then plunder his house anyone who isn't with me opposes me and anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me so i tell you every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit which will never be forgiven sorry and who speaks against the son of man can be forgiven but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven either in this world or in the world to come a tree is identified by its fruit if a tree is good its fruits will be good if a tree is bad its fruits will be bad. You brought of snakes, how could evil men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in you, in your heart, determines what you say. A good person produces good things from the treasure of a good heart, an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day, for every idle word you speak The words you say we either acquit you or condemn you. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God. This is a long read. Uh And yet a very important um, scripture for our greatest consideration. Because it is a much discussed um, scripture. Especially the portion where. Um, we have the unforgivable sin but it sets off by saying that then a demon possessed man who was blind and couldn't speak was brought to Jesus and as I have earlier explained in our previous studies um, I kept on about how uh, about this time in, um, in Israel um, there were a lot of familiar spirits because they had the, um, the country, had, uh, the nation Israel at this time had plunged into witchcraft and sorcery and magic and all sorts of things. So it was common around this time to have men being demon possessed around the time that christ came he had to cast out a lot of demons we've come across this time and again when christ would uh, you know uh, cast a demon out of a person so this is no new thing and he continues to do this also as i keep saying this was to um bear testimony to who he is mm-hmm. it authenticated the message he carried the things that he taught so that people who heard him would know that he truly is from God. Mm-hmm. So it bear, it it bore testimony to who he was, that he is the Son of God sent into the world to do the works of God. And so, by casting out demons and healing the sick and doing miracles, by those things, it was um, a sign that he had come from God, because that, um, in contrast to what. Um, Israel knew at the time um, was just them being used to magicians and sorcery. Mm -hmm. This one was different. That is why there were a lot of exclamations that they would exclaim, could this be the son of David? Mm -hmm. We have never seen a man do anything like Mm -hmm. this. All those exclamations were actually pointing to the fact that what he did was outstanding. Mm
2: -hmm. Never
1: witnessed, never seen. So he he casts out a demon a possessed man who was blind and couldn't speak and um he healed the man so then he was both able to speak and see this man's case was actually um different he was both um dumb and blind that mm-hmm. was quite a serious one the, the the demon had actually um destroyed this man you know brought him to nothing. And so Christ, being able to do this, did it as he has done before. Even the legion, he was able to cast out that demon. The crowd was amazed and asked, could it be that Jesus is the son of David, the Messiah?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, this question, there is something wrong with this question. There is a, there is a lot of ambiguity. There is hesitation in the, in the question they asked. The crowd was amazed and asked could it be that jesus is the son of david the messiah could mm-hmm. it be mm-hmm. okay this 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 could could be understood in two ways either i was that, going
0: for the positive way
1: of it of course yeah. either either that they are assuming or struggling with themselves to accept finally because they've seen it time and again how he performs these miracles mm-hmm. and now they are uh, almost at the brink of finally believing that, okay, he's the son of David who was promised mm-hmm. in the, from the Old Testament, the prophet who was to come, mm-hmm. or the, uh, the son of David, the savior, the mm-hmm. Messiah who was to come. But if you go some steps forward, you would realize that they did this also because the Pharisees were around. Do you know that if if anybody, uh, sorry, if any of them dare
0: To accept accept that Mm -hmm. when
1: the Pharisees were around, Mm -hmm. that would be a serious issue because Mm -hmm. we shouldn't underestimate the Pharisees. The Pharisees were the religious authority of the day. Mm -hmm. You couldn't stand in their midst and talk like this, especially when they were around. Mm -hmm. It was difficult for you to even try to acknowledge a thing of the sort. So they would maybe say this because now they are are beginning to believe. Their faith was rising all that they were hesitant and asked the questions but those two positions are uh, okay to hold being that anybody could arrive at this position if they were seeing christ actually do these miracles because they had their doubts and yet by the miracles they couldn't they couldn't shake it off Mm -hmm. it seemed as though you know this is like the real thing and we cannot shake it off could it be the son of david Immediately it follows that when the Pharisees heard about the miracles, mm-hmm. they said, no wonder he can cast out demons. He gets his power from Satan, the prince of demons, or other translation says that it is only by Beelzebul, the prince of demons, that this man cast out demons. Jealousy. At this point, if you think about it very well, what you would notice is that they are becoming desperate. Mm -hmm. This is not the first time they would say this, but this has a different intonation to it. This has like a more serious allegation to it. And they are getting more jealous because the people are now saying, could this be the son of David? They understood the Pharisees had the old Testament. They read the old Testament. So, they knew that by them making that remark, they were literally trying to say, this is the Messiah. And they hated that. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to hear that they were finally coming to believe that he was the Messiah. And so, because they had that, they had to cast doubts into the minds of the people. They said, no, out of jealousy and envy, they said, no. No wonder he can do these things. He can cast demons out. He's doing them by the power of Beelzebub, the prince of demons. They had even given a whole demon to be a prince, you know, because they were so interested in stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And if this to undermine what Christ was doing... They had to attribute it to the prince of Mm demons to make it more serious, to make Mm -hmm. it sound more serious. Mm -hmm. Then they had to attribute what he's doing to the prince of demons. Not just to say, um, um, no wonder he's doing this because uh, he gets his power from demons. No, Mm -hmm. to the prince of demons. So in this way, the people would think, wow, that's scary.
2: Mm -hmm. That's
1: dreadful. Mm -hmm. That's why they did that. Out of jealousy out of frustration that the people were beginning to believe that Mm -hmm. christ is who he claims to be or who Mm -hmm. the old testament uh, claims him to be jesus knew their thoughts and replied as usual jesus always knows knows their thoughts and the Mm -hmm. intents of their hearts Mm -hmm. any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed as the nlt says every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, the other translations uh-huh. say. And no city or house divided against itself will stand.
2: Uh-huh.
1: This is this is very logical, as Christ is saying. It is very logical. And if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself, how then will his kingdom stand? Uh-huh. It will be illogical for Satan to fight himself at least some demons will give way to other demons to do certain things Mm -hmm. but not this one Mm -hmm. demons more or less or every once in a while i'm sure uh, because you know demons are um, territorial spirits too and they have a territory another demon cannot come there Mm
2: -hmm. and do their
1: thing right Mm -hmm. so sometimes they can work in cahoots or together And allow another demon to come and do something in their territory. Mm -hmm. But that is not against it. That Mm -hmm. is giving way. Mm There is still some kind of unification there. Mm -hmm. Some kind of agreement there.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But Satan, Satan may be wicked. But he's not stupid. So he's not going to do anything to make it look like he's fighting himself. What kind of trick would he be pulling if he were truly working against himself? Because his whole point, uh, the whole point of Satan being there is to make sure that he deceives people. Uh-huh. So if he's deceived he, he wouldn't use this tactics, He wouldn't use this ammo. Uh-huh. Or he would not use this kind of thing. Then he would be confusing uh, the people he wants to um, deceive. So what Christ is doing here is a clear sign that he's doing it against, not for. But yet, they are trying to say that he's doing it for.
2: Uh-huh. And
1: so... He says, every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste. Mm -hmm. Any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed. Of course, Mm -hmm. we see nations have civil wars. Mm -hmm. What happens to those nations? They are brought down. The whole nation is destroyed. So if Satan is going to fight against his own kingdom, he's going to bring his kingdom down. In fact, his intention is to make his kingdom grow, not bring it down. So Christ is saying that if the things I'm doing is for Satan then it means that Satan is working against himself and that is not what he's known for mm-hmm. so Satan cannot cast out Satan otherwise then he he will be divided against himself. how then will his kingdom stand this is this is very logic one of those scriptures where you don't need much explanation to understand and if I cast out demons by Beelzebel, by whom do your sons cast out? Cast them out. Therefore, they will be your judges. You know what they mean by what he means by their sons? Mm. The people who followed the Pharisees, the people mm. who were taught by the Pharisees, mm. because they were the religious authority of the day, so they had groomed these young young men. These were Jewish exorcists who cast out demons. Mm-hmm. But normally it is known that these exorcists. They were not. They were casting out these demons by using herbal medicine or even sometimes magic uh-huh. to do these things. Uh-huh. It was not the power of God uh-huh. around this time, uh-huh. because as I said, Israel was rife with magic and sorcery. Uh-huh. So their young men, or their children, or their sons, as Christ as Christ calls them, uh, performs their exorcisms with herbal medicine. And also with magic, mm-hmm. that was what was happening. And so Christ says, "If me, if I cast out, um, if, and if I am empowered by Satan to do the things I am doing, what about your own exorcists? Mm-hmm. They cast out demons too, so they will condemn you for what you have said. Why is it so? Why would they? Because if they do the same things that I am doing." And you are attributing mine to Satan. What about your, um, your sons? Because that's actually what they do. That's actually what they do. Mm-hmm. Not what I do. And that is the chief difference. And so Christ shows them the chief difference. That their ways condemn me Because that's exactly what they do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But if it is by the spirit of God that I cast out demons. Then the kingdom of God. Has come upon you, mm-hmm. hasn't it? Yes,
2: yes. If it is
1: by the Spirit of God, then, the, then 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 it means that the kingdom of God has come upon you. It is in your midst, because it is bearing testimony of me that I came in the name of God. If I'm doing these miracles, mm-hmm. and if you see that it is the Spirit of God, because the Spirit actually testifies of Christ.
2: Yeah.
1: That's what. The Bible says that's what Christ said, mm. that he would testify of me. I will send the Holy Spirit to you and he would testify of me. And so this is what he's trying to say here. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast the news out then the kingdom of God has come upon you, which kingdom they are rejecting. Yeah. Well, how can someone enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man, then he will his house. Yeah. Now, the world is Satan's playground. This is Satan's house. Paul said he's the God of this age. Right? Mm -hmm. Satan is the God of this age. Mm -hmm. So when Christ said, how can someone enter a strong man's house? He means the devil. Mm -hmm. He uses this as an analogy. But that that, uh, analogy is referring to Satan being the God of this world. Mm-hmm. So Christ came into a world where Satan has been thrown and mm-hmm. he's the prince yeah. of the kingdom of darkness,
2: China. the kingdom
1: in which they belong.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Christ says, how can someone enter a strong man's house? Mm-hmm. Because he, um, he's the, he's the stronghold of this world.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so Christ has come into his domain and he's about to plunder his house mm-hmm. by the very things he does is plundering satan's house yep. he's destroying
2: yes, things and yes.
1: casting out demons is, and binding him yes. because christ is the only one who could bind him so when christ is doing all these things he's telling them in effect no one can come into a strong man's house unless a stronger man comes in yep one who is stronger than him is the only one who can plunder his house Mm -hmm. and so by the miracles he did and what they saw and attributing it to satan he said no you're wrong i'm plundering his house Mm -hmm. because nobody can come in here and do anything unless the person was stronger than he because the devil will never work against himself he will work for himself and i have come to work against him and i'm plundering his house and he says then indeed he may plunder his house so unless he first binds the strong man yeah. then indeed he may plunder his house yeah. and that is what christ is doing by the very act of the miracles satan is ba- uh, satan is held bound yeah. he's held bound
2: yeah.
1: he cannot do much mm-hmm. because if he can do much in fact his demons will not be begging christ True. Cast oh, no, here, crying oh yeah. son of god yeah. have you come to take us before the time yeah Have you come to condemn us before the time? So Mm -hmm. it is so here we see that Christ is literally doing that. He has come into the world, Satan's domain, Satan's rule, and he's destroying his kingdom. That's what he's doing here. Mm -hmm. So that is what he means by no one comes into a strong man's house and plunders his goods. His goods are them, the Pharisees. Mm -hmm. And the things that his activities Mm -hmm. are his goods, and Christ is plundering them. Whoever is not with me is against me. And whoever does not gather with me scatters. Mm. He speaks to the Pharisees at this point. Mm. They are against Christ. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they are. They are against him, born out of jealousy and envy and pride and rejection of who he is. And he says that whoever is not with me is definitely against me. And you are against me. And whoever does not gather with me scatters. What does he mean by this? Of course they scatter. They go abroad. Mm -hmm. They they confuse people about Christ. Mm -hmm. And so what are they trying to do? They are working against him Mm -hmm. by scattering, spreading false news and talking about him that he is casting out demons by the prince Mm -hmm. of demons. Therefore, I tell you, this is the... This is the heart of the matter here the heart of the matter here therefore i tell you every sin and this every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven people but the blasphemy against the spirit will not be forgiven mm-hmm. and whoever speaks a word against the son of man will be forgiven but whoever speaks against the holy spirit will not be forgiven either in this age or in the age to come some negatives before i explain this many people have debated a lot about the unforgivable sin yeah they have said a whole lot about the unforgivable sin like for instance when they say that you remain in continual adultery Mm -hmm. if you leave your husband or wife and marry another that is the unforgivable sin some have said that i've
0: never heard that before
1: oh yeah yeah oh i don't know where your where where your ears are people (laughs) say that And people say all sorts of things. Of course, when you have false teachers who do not interpret the word of God rightly, Mm -hmm. they talk about all sorts of things as the unforgivable sin. But what is the unforgivable sin? That is one thing that we need to learn right now because it is of utmost importance. Mm -hmm. Now, the unforgivable sin is someone who has been under the full exposure of the gospel and Mm -hmm. its apparent power of of the conviction of the holy spirit and rejects it Mm -hmm. someone who has been fully exposed to the gospel Mm -hmm. like the pharisees yeah the pharisees had been fully exposed to the gospel Mm -hmm. fully exposed to the miracles of christ Mm -hmm. and yet they choose to reject it yeah And so christ says that sorry i think i missed the um yeah and so christ says that they they would not um be forgiven for being fully exposed to the gospel fully exposed to his miracles which testifies to who he is Mm -hmm. and they still reject him Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and this goes um to explain the state of our world today, those who reject the gospel. When they are fully exposed to it, it's message that Christ has come into the world um, to die for sinners. Mm -hmm. And they have been told the consequences of rejecting it and they still reject it. So I I wrote a little commentary on it, so I'm going to read it out, which will give us um, a little light on what I'm saying so one who has come under the full exposure of the gospel and its apparent power of the conviction of the holy spirit and rejects it will not be forgiven that was the fact which judges so loudly the case of the pharisees they were fully exposed to the miraculous works and revelations of god in christ which decidedly testified to the truth that he had come from god and still they flatly rejected him the undisputed evidence made no difference to them. Mm-hmm. They were lost, never to be found. John 15, 26 says the Spirit testifies of Christ. And that is what his works by the miracles he performed did. It testified that he was the Son of God sent to save his people.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: they reject so great a salvation. That is the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. To reject his testimony of who Christ is, the gospel, the power of God unto salvation. It is calling God a liar. And that is dangerous, for God is not man that he should lie. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: When you have come under the full exposure of the gospel of Jesus Christ and of the wonder workings of God, and you still say Jesus is not the Christ, do you know what you have just said? You have just said God is a liar. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You have just called God a liar. And that is what the Pharisees had done. And Christ told them that by doing this, they commit the unforgivable sin and he said blasphemy any every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven people innocent because the blood of Jesus Christ purges Mm -hmm. any kind of sin in fact it is potent enough Mm -hmm. to purge any kind of sin Mm -hmm. in this world no matter how grim the sin is no matter how serious that sin is no matter how far gone a person Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. still the blood of Christ is potent and efficacious to save that sinner Mm
2: -hmm. it
1: doesn't matter that weight of sin but christ says even the blasphemy even Mm -hmm. even a word spoken against the son of man will be forgiven Mm -hmm. but in this sense he's speaking pre-cross yeah not post-cross because why he's saying that even uh, even uh, a word again if you speak a word against the Son of Man, to be forgiven you because he hadn't gone to the cross and resurrected. Mm. Because now that he has resurrected, if you speak a word against him, you're still rejecting the Holy Spirit. You're still rejecting the Spirit of God. You're still speaking blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Because now that he has died and resurrected, he has full authority. And the work of the spirit is being done when the gospel is being shared because it's testifying of Christ. Mm -hmm. So once he has resurrected and he is in his glory, you cannot speak against him. Because if you do, what you're you're in effect doing is, is, if you would mock Christ, if you would insult him, it means you've already rejected him. That is what it means. And so he says here that Anybody who does that will not be forgiven. And the Pharisees and and what they were doing mm-hmm. bordered on that, that they had committed the unforgivable sin. Either make the tree good and its we're almost there. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. This yep. is this is also something that doesn't need much explanation. Speak for yourself. Yeah. You brood of vipers. Mm-hmm. How can you speak good when you are evil? Mm -hmm. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Clearly so. Mm
2: -hmm. What is in
1: their heart is what they have spoken. That's it. So the tree, if the root of the tree is bad, the fruit is also bad. Mm -hmm. He calls them you brood of vipers, Satan's children. The good person out of his good treasure brings forth good and the evil person out of his evil treasure brings forth evil mm-hmm. and that is what this describes what is um, the very character of the pharisees yeah. that their evil character only brought forth evil their evil intents only brought forth evil yeah. i tell you on the day of judgment people will give accounts of every careless mm-hmm. word they speak
2: mm-hmm.
1: but people Every idle word, in some translations it says, every idle word. And they they will say, oh, it was nothing. Because an idle word is when you say, oh, it's nothing. Mm -hmm. You you, you said it, but then you say, oh, it's not a big deal. I didn't mean it like that. Christ says, no. No. For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. So we Mm -hmm. must be careful what we say. Yeah. We must be very careful what we say. Especially if it speaks of Christ, Mm -hmm. we must be careful what comes out of our mouths.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So, this is the word of the Lord for today.
0: Thanks be to God.
2: Mm